give me your hand to hold in mine, and I will give you my heart. Give me your hand to hold in mine, and I will give you my heart, my heart. Hello. This is Lost in Bronx. Many people in the technology sector or computer world complain about the stupidity of the average user. This is backed up by daily experience, no doubt. People contact and interrupt the IT and infrastructure folks all the time with all sorts of self-made problems. Couple that with bad software, bad hardware, or the bad implementation of either, and you have a losing battle on your hands. People call you up or email, or IM you, or page you, oh, there's no escaping them, with stupid problem after stupid problem. A lot of times it's the same people over and over. What the hell is with them? How can people that dumb even find their way out of the house in the morning? And if they were only dumb, it wouldn't be so bad, but it's the attitude as well. For crying out loud, they create the friggin' emergency on their own when there certainly wasn't one to begin with, and then they either expect you to fix it on their schedule or blame you for it to begin with. In fact, the gulf between reality and their perception of it is so great, you might well wonder if stupidity is the problem or dementia. Seriously, in what other walk of life or supposedly professional environment can people get away with this kind of incompetence and churlish behavior on a regular basis and still be considered worthy of the time it takes to hear them out? Well, the answer to that is every walk of life. If anything I just said rings true for you in the technology sector, it's not because I work there myself and have experience with stupid, belligerent, obtuse, or just plain ignorant co-workers and clients in that environment. I'm not a computer professional. I've never worked in that field. Most of my life, I've been in retail. And every day, I dealt with the same thing. If I wanted to stretch a metaphor, I guess I could come up with some clever way to directly contrast these two fields, but really, they're very different. In fact, about the only thing they do have in common is people. And I guarantee you that the same asshole who crabbed incessantly to you all day about the most tangential and picky nonsense, like the fate of the galaxy depended on it, after 5 o'clock he sauntered into my place of employment and did the same thing to me. Or did. I'm out of it now, thankfully. Though, who knows for how long. But, you say, you have hard days at work? You have a hard time dealing with these people? These thick, nasty, ugly people? I'll tell you what. You work in a toy store during the Christmas season, and then you talk to me. You work in a used bookstore near the end of term, and you deal with somebody whose thesis, and therefore degree, depends upon a single out-of-print monograph that the store's website says you have, but which isn't on the shelf, any shelf in the store, or in fact, on any shelf, in any store, anywhere. You do that for a few years, and then tell me how nasty people can be when things aren't going their way, and for at least that moment, they have your attention. Do you have knuckleheads who click on everything whenever they surf and forward every chain letter that floats their way and infect any machine they touch like Typhoid Mary? Do you have blue screens to deal with on a daily basis? Or dumbbells for bosses who refuse to try anything new because, well, it's new. But only to them because they don't ever want to try anything new because, you know, it's new. 
This the kind of crap you have to deal with? Welcome to the club. The fact is, dimwits surround us. They aren't just something that IT created, and they aren't just tech supports crossed to bear. We're surrounded by them. You, me, all of us. And since we're all surrounded by them, that means some of us are them. Yeah, and some people seem to run into an inordinate number of jerks. That's generally a sign of people who carry that jerkness around with them wherever they go. It's a fact of life that most rude, impatient, ignorant people describe most other people in these exact same terms. Exhaustive scientific tests that I have conducted at great personal expense and effort prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that 7 out of 10 people are flaming, roaring, raging anuses. Of the ones that are left, number 8 is basically good and will try to help you whenever they can. Number 9 is basically bad and will try to use or abuse you when they can. And number 10 is a grim realist who could care less if you live or die. But who is honest about that so at least you know where you stand. If you're in IT and people you have to deal with blow crap at you day in, day out for things that aren't your fault and shouldn't be your problem but which nonetheless are, well, the only words of comfort I have are these. Butch up, for fuck's sake. You think you're the only one? Chances are those other people have it even worse than you do, because they're in better company than you are. I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone. You're gonna have to send me home Cause I'm about to whip somebody's ass See, here's my point. If you start treating your users like crap because they can't look at the system without turning it to stone, then you're the asshole. That's right. The hardware, the software, that stuff's the bulk matter of your job, but not so for them. Those things are the tools of their jobs, not the jobs themselves. To put it into perspective, if some great big bag of assholes in Singapore or Glasgow or Sheboygan is running late on his end of the company's priority project for this quarter, does that affect you? I mean, so long as the system is ready for him to pull his act together and submit his part of it all, what's it to you if he's late? Well, what if you can't replace a failing server or even reboot a crashed desktop until this character gets his work done? Y your job might not be like that in real life, but what if? You'd be screaming in this guy's local colleague's faces if you couldn't scream in his because now your job depends on someone else doing theirs and you really don't know what their job entails or what kind of on-the-scene pressures they face. And if you think computers are hard to manage, then you really haven't worked with enough people. You get a machine running right and it stays running right. Assuming we're not talking about Microsoft products, of course. That's a rant for another day. Sure. Things do break down occasionally, but that just means something has changed. Fix or replace the offending element, and you're up and running again. <laughs> People? Oi. You get them running right, and everything's just dandy. Until somebody misses their morning latte, and then suddenly the world is ending. You see, you can't predict it, and half the time you can't even fix it, except by giving them exactly, precisely what they're crying for, when they're crying for it, up to and including sometime in the past. So unless you can get your DeLorean up to 88 miles per hour, there is simply nothing to be done. 
that will disappoint them, to say the least, and they will let their disquiet be known. See, they need you and the tools you provide and maintain in order to do their jobs. You, on the other hand, do not need them in order to provide and maintain those tools. Except that you do. Because without them, there's no company. No company, no job. No job, well, enough said. You do need them at the most fundamental level of business. They are skittish racehorses, every one of them. And you are their groom, trainer, and groundskeeper. You fix the track, you wipe them down, and you clean up their crap. They don't run, you don't work. If they whinny and kick because the gate don't open when the bell rings, it's because they cannot run, and they're losing the race. They lose enough races, they go to the glue factory. Owners whose horses lose too many races quit the game, and the grooms who work for them stand in breadlines, cause and effect. I'm telling you, seven out of ten. All you can hope for, the very most you can do, is to not be a jerk yourself. There is no way to avoid them short of a hermitage, because most of the time, 70% by my count, to be human is to be an asshole. It is our collective gift to the world. Hell, we only became tool makers so we could throw better sticks at each other. So, when someone dumps on you for doing your very best, don't get defensive and don't bite back. Compliment them on their basic humanity. And where do I see myself fitting in? Well, I ain't Bo Derek, but I'm a 10, baby, and I'm giving it to you straight. This has been Lost in Bronx. If you want to prove your basic humanity, you can write to me at lostinbronx at gmail.com. That's L-O-S-T-N-B-R-O-N-X at gmail. I can't guarantee anything, but I'll try my best to ignore you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.